Is it really worth it? Is it worth it to quit your job? Is it worth it to change your career, to give up on all of that, to pursue what God is calling you to do and start your business and be home with your kids? If that question has been rolling around in your mind, then today's episode is for you. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to read a new review that was left for the podcast. Um, If you guys haven't left a review, definitely do that on Apple Podcasts. I would love to see what you guys think about the podcast, and I would love to read it on the air. So this is from Allie B. from North Carolina, and she says, thank you for creating this podcast. If anyone is looking for a good faith-based entrepreneurial podcast, This one is so encouraging. I'm not a mama, but I thought if she can start a business with a baby, then I need to quit making excuses. (laughs) I made a coaching call with her and could squeeze her neck because she recommended steps to me that the Lord was prompting her to do in the most selfless way. She is in tune with the Lord's call on her life to coach and encourage and share the word and help others. I love her podcast and I'm so thankful for her coaching call. Thank you, Alexia. Thank you, Allie. I love reading reviews like that. That is amazing. Um, Every time you guys leave a review, it helps more and more women find the show and it just helps it, you know, helps them find it when they're searching for a podcast. So thank you, Allie, for leaving that. And again, if you guys haven't left a review, what are you waiting for? Head on over to Apple Podcasts and do that. All right, let's dive into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mama with the Calling podcast. It has been a while since I've put out an episode. Sorry about that. Um, But honestly, this summer just kind of got really busy. I've heard that from so many people. I guess summer normally is like that. But this year was very different for me because my son was starting kindergarten. He actually just started this week uh, going full time. And when I realized that, I realized that I only had a few weeks left of this season that I was in where I had quit my job, you know, three years ago. And suddenly it just kind of hit me. And it was very emotional, actually, that I realized, oh, my goodness, like our time is is running out. He is no longer going to be at home with me anymore. Um, so I just decided at that point to intentionally spend as much time as possible with him. And I loved it. So we went to visit family. We went to the beach. We had tons of nature walks and did experiments and built catapults and all the things that little five-year-old boys like to do. As school started to approach, as I was kind of just kind of spending that time with him, enjoying time with him at home, um, as it got closer and closer to him having to actually go to school, I started to really think about how this 
was a season. This was like the season that was coming to an end. But I, this is the whole reason that I quit my job three years ago, or, you know, the biggest reason. And even though it was very challenging to navigate that entire, like, switch in my life and changing my career and everything, this is what I did it for. I mean, I quit my job so that I could be with him until he went to school. And here it was, he's going to school. And I just started thinking about it and wondering, you know, of course, the question comes to my mind, well, does this mean I go back to my career? Like, technically, that's an option. But I didn't feel like God was calling me to do that. And I mean, I'm always open and listening. I don't want to be stubborn. But I don't feel like that's what God's calling me to do. And so but I also thought about like, did I have any regrets? And honestly, I didn't regret it for one second. And it just got me thinking about all the moms out there that are still stuck in their careers and how this is exactly why I do this podcast, why I do coaching and create courses and products and all the things. It is such a passion of mine to help women know that they don't have to stay in their nine to five. Not if you're feeling so strongly that you want to be home with your kids there is another way. There are other options. But I also know that it's not just about knowing how. And I think at first, we really think that it's, we need to figure out how. How do I have an online business? How do I make money online? But that's actually like a small portion of it. A huge part of it is the psychological and emotional, mental, all of that, all the hurdles that come up along the way from actually deciding to quit your job actually doing it, transitioning to working from home and all all of that. It's a lot. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about the part where you are still in your job. I'm speaking to the mom who's still in her job and you don't, you don't have to be a mom, but for, for the moms who are still in their jobs and you know, like you're, you wish that you could be home with your kids, but something's just stopping you. Like you feel like it's too much. It's too hard. It's too scary, whatever it is. The Bible says in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. And I love that verse because it is saying that you have to shift the way that you've been thinking, the way the world has taught you to think about what your role should be or what your role quote unquote should be, what success looks like. And even what it means to really make a difference in the world, what a job really looks like, what defines a job, all of these things. These are all decisions that you have to make and and come to terms with in terms of what God says for you. And of course, you know, renewing your mind and changing the way you think starts with reading more of God's word and seeing what he says about anything that you're feeling that is stopping you from taking those steps toward actually following what God has put on your heart to actually start the business or quit your job or whatever that is, any fear, any doubt, anything, God has something to say about it. No matter what it is, there is something in the Bible that can speak truth over that fear and take it away. I mean, this has been true for my life. Every single thing that I've struggled with, which is a whole bunch of emotional stuff, a bunch of mental stuff that comes up. When you're an entrepreneur, not only being an entrepreneur, but also being a mom, I mean, all the things I've just found so much truth every time I open my Bible. I mean, it could be anything from the fear of what people think about you. If you think that you're not good enough, 
worrying that you don't have enough money, all of it, it's all covered in there. So I just want to encourage you to realize that there is truth in the Bible. I know sometimes some of us, you know, probably a year ago, I didn't even really know how to read my Bible that well. It was kind of like, I would open it and attempt to read it, but I wasn't really getting much out of it. And, um, you know, really over the past year, I've worked on really changing the way I look at the Bible. And that was one of them realizing that there is truth in this Bible. And there is so much that God wants to say to you. It's called the living word, right? You can read something and God will literally put something on your heart. And it's, it's going to give you so much peace over whatever you're feeling. Now, this transformation of your thoughts isn't going to happen overnight, right? But if you keep pursuing it, if you keep trying, then you're going to start to feel that shift. You know, praying, reading your Bible, keep listening to this podcast, find other podcasts, find friends that are doing what you're doing, even if those friends are online, surrounding yourself with others that are pursuing what God is calling them to do. And and that's important. If you surround yourself with just business people, you're not, it's not the same at all. Like you're going to hear a bunch of new age stuff. You're going to have people that are fixated on money, people who are fixated on like making, you know, hundred K a year or whatever, like, and nothing's wrong with making hundred K a year. But if that's the goal and it's not doing what God's asked you to do, that's very different. And so you really want to find those people who are Christians, who are fellow believers, who are doing the same things, who understand what you're going through and who can, who can show you what it looks like to have truth around all these fears and worries and everything like that. So today I wanted to speak specifically to any doubt that you might have that it would be worth it to quit your job. Because I remember when I wanted to quit my job, it it's a huge decision. It's like, is it, is that crazy? Is it a terrible decision? Is it going to be worth it? And when we say things like that, I think a lot of times we're thinking about money. We're thinking about our career. We're holding on to the career part. Like I went to grad school. I've, you know, done a postdoc. I've done all these things. I put all these years in. Is it worth it to basically give it up? Right. And we start looking at it from the logical perspective. But I want you to also think about what the cost is for your family, meaning the time you're spending that you're missing with your kids. Also thinking about what God is asking you to do. Like you can totally do whatever you want to do. If you want to stay in your job, then you stay in your job. But where is God going to bless you, right? Is he going to bless you when you're obedient to him and you're doing the thing he asked you to do? Or is it going to be doing the thing that you want to do and kind of you know, pushing that thought away, what God's asking you to do. That can feel like it's unsettling to think about, that it's hard to really imagine what life would be like if you make this jump, if you quit your job, and if you actually do it, if you leave your career and you're at home day in, day out with your kids working on a business, is it going to be worth it? What's that going to look like? And I want to encourage you today with some of my own story. I want to encourage you today with some of my own story to think about what it would really look like, like your life, not the money, not the success in the careers, corporate ladder, none of that, but what it looks like to really follow God, what it looks like to be a mom in that capacity and see if that changes your perspective on, is it worth it? So as I look back on this season for me, and as it comes to a close, 
There is so much that I would have missed that I wouldn't have even imagined was going to be part of this journey had I not quit my job. Like I just couldn't have even imagined this stuff. Um, So I'm going to share these things with you. And I want you to think about this, these things in terms of your own life and really ask yourself if these are important to you and if they're important enough to pursue working from home, even in the face of all the fears, all the worries, and all the doubts that you have. So the first one that was huge and something that I just didn't even predict was being a mother in a whole new way. I remember it being simultaneously one of the most challenging things I've ever done and one of the best things I've ever done to be home with my son. Because when I, and I've said this before on different episodes, but when I quit my job, I was like, yay, I'm home with my son. And then I was like, holy cow, I'm home with my son. I don't know how to put him down for naps. I don't really know what he likes to eat. I don't really know how to manage his behavior. I don't know how to do anything because I saw him very little. Like if you're working a nine to five, you know this, like you're, you know, with the commute into town and um, like into Nashville and just that all of that, it was every week he was with a sitter with a, yeah, he was at a sitter at that time for 50 hours a week. So I just saw him for a couple of hours a day and he was little. When I quit my job, he was a little over two. And, you know, I didn't know anything about how to be a mom in that capacity because I just wasn't doing it. Most of my time with him was the evening, giving him dinner, bath, bed, done, right? It wasn't nap times. It wasn't anything like that. And even though it was so hard for me to learn how to become that mom, it also connected us in a way that I just never even could have imagined because I had to learn like, oh, my child has needs. And this is going to sound like I'm a terrible person probably, but I just, I was just, a when I was working in my career, I just wasn't in tune with him the way I was after quitting and being home with him, um, learning his his mannerisms and what he likes and doesn't like and how to, how to get him to nap and, and what he liked to play with and all of those things. It was just such a bond that I, I mean, I wouldn't have known that I was missing it had I not done that, but I definitely wouldn't have had it had I not quit my job. Number two is learning to slow down and enjoy each day and relax. One of the things that was very different Uh, from working a nine to five, from working in the field of science and just kind of this hustle bustle mentality is when I came home, it was like life just slowed down. And at first that was kind of awesome, right? Like, well, I kind of felt like vacation or something. And then I had the, oh my goodness, I'm an entrepreneur. I can't be on vacation mode, which is good. I mean, you shouldn't just kind of lounge around, but I kind of came to the middle where it was like, okay, How can I enjoy each day, enjoy the moments that I have, um, learn to relax. I got to the point where I don't work or do anything on Sundays. I go to church. I read my Bible. I spend time with family. It is completely relaxed and calm. I have never done that in my entire life. (laughs) And so I started to learn to slow down and enjoy life. And that if things weren't going the way I thought they should, meaning I wasn't getting to work as much as I thought I needed, I just learned to slow down. So that was just something that was, that's not really about being a mom per se. I mean, I did slow down and enjoy time with my son, but it was also just for me 
to have less stress. And the reason I put this one in here is because when you are working your nine to five, if you're like I was, I felt like I was constantly stressed and drained of energy. I felt like I had no time to do anything. And the concept of relaxing was like this, like, wow, that would be amazing if I could do that. And that actually in turn made me a better mother because I wasn't rushing around. I wasn't freaking out that I had so many things to do. I had, you know, this project to do at work and I was actually at work and I wasn't as grumpy because I was relaxed. Like having less stress in general will improve all of your relationships, right? Because you're not like, or at least, you know, I stopped like snapping at people and all of that um, because you're not on edge. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You're not on edge as much. Okay. So the third one is I learned how to be mindful and spend time with my son with intention and without worrying about anything else. This one's kind of related to the last one, but one of the things that was a struggle at first is that I, I literally tried to work what, with my son at home. And so I kept trying to blend the two. I kept thinking, oh, he's just going to go play and I'm going to work while he's playing. And it was, and I found that when I did that, I was just more stressed and I could not truly enjoy time with him. And I also couldn't focus on my work. And so I was just not really doing a good job at either of them. And I learned how to be mindful and spend time with him. So when I was with him, I was with him. I was not thinking about or like trying to work on anything to do with my business. I was just playing with him. And this has to do with like time blocking and all of that. I've mentioned that on the podcast before, but you know, having these times where I was like, this is work time and this is family time. So if it's family time, I am not worried about work. And the same thing goes for work. When I'm working, I'm not feeling bad about time I'm not spending with my family. Because as you know, in the nine to five, when you're, when you have that, I used to feel that all the time when I was mostly the other way around, when I was at work, I would feel like I'm, I'm spending so many hours at work. I'm not getting to see my family. And that starts, that mom guilt starts to weigh on you, right? And just getting to a place where I could truly spend time on each thing was amazing. Okay, the fourth one, never having to say no to special little moments or little adventures whenever the desire came. So one of the things that really bothered me when I was working my nine to five, I remember specifically a very specific story. I have a blog post on this somewhere way back in the archives, but I remember driving to school. I say school because I worked at a school. Um, I was driving my son to the babysitter and it was early I mean, school started at like seven. So it was like five 45 in the morning or something. And the sun is rising. So it's probably like six. I don't know. Anyway, it was early and the sun is rising. And I remember thinking it was so pretty. And I remember thinking, I do not have the ability to stop and just enjoy the sunrise. And that just made me feel like I was trapped and just made me very, very aware that I was not in control of my own time. And I also remember, I was just talking to a, a client about this yesterday, but I remember going into work and it being beautiful weather and I don't have the right, I don't have the ability, I don't have the freedom to enjoy this weather. I have to go inside, I have to go into a building maybe with no windows or whatever. And it's like, I don't get a choice. It doesn't matter how much I want to go outside and, and you know, enjoy nature. I don't get that choice. Now, Obviously, we shouldn't spend our days just like doing nothing but enjoying fun stuff. But 
this kind of realization that I couldn't control my time was very strong. And when my, when I was at home with my son, one of the things that I loved, like probably my favorite thing from the past three years is that any time that we wanted to, I was like, let's go on a nature walk. And we would go to the park behind our house or we would drive a little ways or whatever. And we would just, we could spend an hour. We could spend two hours just roaming through the forest, going on trails, looking at critters. I mean, there's just story upon story of him, you know, getting to experience nature, us bonding together, spending time together, getting exercise, all of that. That was just so good. And I mean, maybe you don't like nature and that's totally fine. But even little things like, you know, if he wanted to build, make slime, I could sit down and we could just, yep, let's make slime. Or, you know, I had a chance to show him, um, you know, I, I drew a picture with glue and then like dumped glitter on it and dumped it off. And he was just like, <gasps> the glitter stayed, you know, and it's just those fun little moments of getting to share those things. That's just the, I can't ever recreate that. Right. And sure, you have weekends and stuff when you're working your nine to five, but it just, there was something else about the middle of the day. It was just us and we just got to bond. And the fifth one I'm going to share with you today is, you know, just not missing any family events or birthday parties or, or being able to teach him how to ride his bike or showing him how to go fishing or anything like that. Anything that came up, any travel, any of that, it, it wasn't a concern. It wasn't a worry. Now, Again, I keep kind of saying this because I feel like it sounds like I did a whole bunch of nothing <laughs> over the past three years. I did work, and I, but I, did, I didn't work 40 hours a week. I mean, that's not what I did. I did mostly my job was being home with my son, and I had my business as basically a part-time effort, and that was okay for me. Now, for you, it may be different. It may be that you're like, you know, I want to spend more time with my son or my kids, but I want to actually work 40 hours a week or 30 hours a week. And that's where I'm sitting now with, with my son going to school. Now it's like, now I have 30 hours a week and that's totally fine too. I don't want you to hear what I'm saying and think, wow, I could not even imagine doing that. And what's, what's the key here is to have the life that you're feeling led to have. If you're feeling led to work 30 hours a week and you still put your child in daycare, it's so easy to feel guilty about that. And I just want you to know that that's okay that you're still going to see them way more than you would if you were working your full-time job. Because if you find a daycare, it's going to be close to your house, right? You're going to be able to quickly take them there, come back. It's not going to be a long commute. You know, all of that stuff is going to be factored in and the hours are probably going to be less. I know when I put my son in daycare, when I was working in Nashville, I would have to drop him off at six and we'd pick him up at like four. So he was in there 10 hours a day. But when I put him in the mom's day out, I would drop him off at nine, pick him up at three. So you can already see, even if I did that every day and gave myself six hours a day, that's still, that's 30 hours a week, but that's still tons more time, right? So I just wanted to say that because I don't, I think sometimes as moms, we we fall into a trap of comparing ourselves to what other moms are doing. And really it's what works for you. What is God leading you to do? And then being okay with that. And of course, there were so many other things that, you know, were amazing about these past three years. And these examples I gave may be kind of specific to me and my situation, but these are things that I didn't even realize were going to come from being home with him. 
And in my mind, like it was simply, I'm going to spend more time with him. But what that more time looked like and what was going to happen in that was just a surprise to me. And I want to encourage you that it, it can, who knows what is in store, what God has planned for you and your kids. Now, I know I've kind of alluded to this, but this isn't meant to condemn any moms that are still working their nine to five or who want to work their nine to five. Of course not. But this is something that God put on my heart to share to get you thinking about the blessings and experiences and things that you're missing out on each and every day. If God is calling you to quit your job, if that's where he's leading you and you're not listening, that's what this is for to help you really think about that. But be careful here. Don't let shame come over you because shame and condemnation are not from God. That's not, that's the enemy coming in and trying to actually keep you from doing the thing that God wants you to do. Because when you feel shame and condemnation, you don't want to do anything, right? You kind of want to hide and, and back down. But conviction, that feeling that you think, yeah, you know, I should follow God and trust him with my life. That's the part that you want to listen to. And that's to get you taking action to say, okay, God, I hear you. I want to follow you and I'm going to do what you want me to do. So if you're finding yourself in a place where you're really wanting to quit your job, but the fear and the worry about the unknown and making such a drastic change is just too much, or it's really stopping you book a free call with me, book a free breakthrough session. I would love to help you work through some of those fears to help you start leaning in the right direction, at least leaning, you know, sort of looking in the right direction. Not to say you have to start taking action immediately, though you can, we can get you there. But even just shifting your mind to start thinking about those things is going to be huge. So to do that, just go to mamawithacalling.com slash breakthrough to book your free 30 minute session. And I would love to support you with that. I'll put the link in the description below too. So if you're wondering if it'll be worth it to quit your job, or if you're going to regret it, following God is always worth it. That's something you have to remember, right? Keep your eyes and heart on him and you cannot go wrong. I haven't, I've never heard anyone say that they regretted quitting to be with their kids and start an online business. Like again, yes, it was hard. Yes, it came with many challenges, but it was worth it. And I know it was for me and I know it would be for you too. One of the worst things to feel is regret. So if your kids are little, you can't get this time back. If God is calling you to start a business, quit your job and be with them, then what is stopping you? Like really ask yourself, what is stopping you? Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it doubt? What's getting in the way? Let's take care of it. I hope this encourages you to take a good hard look at what's really in the way and helps you start shifting your thoughts so that you can take that bold action to follow God in this area of your life so that when your kids are going into kindergarten and you're looking back on this season, you are saying, I am so glad that I followed where God was calling me and I don't regret it for a second. All right, until next time, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? 
To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.